Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Fashion School Dropout. It's your host, Brittany Diego, and today we're going to get back to basics. So I'm going over some of the top keywords that you need to know as you embark on your career as a stylist. So the fashion industry vocabulary is something that you need to familiarize yourself with, especially if you're looking to break into the industry. The quickest way to spot a newbie is if I say a certain word and they give me a blank stare. Now, I won't judge you, but other people will. So listen up so you don't get caught slipping. So the first word is pull. This is a word that I and other stylists use pretty often. Pulling, pull request, pull sheet, let's break it all down. So a pull refers to the action of actually getting clothes for your job. You're literally pulling a bunch of clothes from a rack of the showroom or the store in accordance to the mood board or style direction that you were given. So you're grabbing as many pieces as that particular place allows and then later creating outfits out of them or after you're done with all your pull appointments. Now, depending on where you pull from, there may or may not be a fee. Some showrooms are free of charge, provided that you put down a credit card or two on file in case you lose or damage their clothing. Other places have a pull fee, and Studio Services has a restocking fee, which is a percentage of the total cost of the clothes and shoes and accessories that you borrowed. I know, I know, hang in there. I'll get into the differences between the different places that you can pull from, like showrooms and Studio Services in another episode, but trust. Paying a fee is much better than paying full price for everything, right? So next word is your book. Now, this is just another word for your portfolio, which is a compilation of your styling work. So nowadays, a digital book, aka a website, is more common than um, a physical book of printed images and magazine tiers. So here's a quick tip. Keep a bookmark of your portfolio website saved onto your tablet's home screen. So if you meet a potential client, you have your work readily accessible and neatly organized for you to access. Moving on to your kit. So this is where you're going to keep all the styling tools that you take with you on every job. That means your clips, your pins, your pasties, pre-threaded needles, and everything else that makes your life as a stylist easier. Now, if you don't know what to include in your kit, head over to my site, Fashion Mentor's blog, for a starter list. Type in www.fashionmentor.co.com.co slash blog in your browser to check it out or simply click the link in this episode's description. Next key term is test shoot. Now, a test shoot is a collaboration between a team of creatives to build everyone's book with new content. So a test, or sometimes it's called a TFP, as they're sometimes known as, they usually don't pay. So don't expect any big bucks from this shoot. It's usually what you do in the beginning of your career so you can actually get photos in your portfolio. So it's basically an opportunity to experiment and really show off your skills as a stylist, plus you and the entire team, which consists of makeup artists, hair, the photographers, you get new photos to get in your portfolio, which never hurts. Next word is call sheet. So this is the sheet sent out before a job that details all the information for that shoot. It includes the location, the entire crew's names, their position, their phone numbers, the time of arrival to set. So call sheets are important because sometimes, especially when you're doing production shoots, not everybody gets to set at, um, at the same time. So 
This leads me to my next keyword, which is call time. Now this is the time given onto the call sheet of when you're expected to be on set. Not parking your car, but actually on set to do what you're there to do. So as a general rule of thumb, I like to arrive 10 to 15 minutes before my call time, you know, to find parking or unload all those garment bags from my car. Plus LA traffic, as you may or may not know, is a nightmare and the parking here sucks. <laughs> so I always like to give myself that extra time. So the next word is showroom, also known as PRs, as you heard me mention earlier, showrooms. This is the place where you borrow clothing for your photo shoots, red carpets, editorials. So showrooms do PR, which stands for public relations, for a variety of designers who they represent. So there's showrooms for clothing, there's showrooms just for shoes, there's showrooms just for jewelry, and showrooms that specialize in just one area, such as couture dresses or streetwear. So the more experience that you get through interning and assisting a more established stylist, the more you will be exposed to these places. So the showrooms are your best friend as a stylist, and they're literally the gatekeepers to these amazing pieces available at your disposal. So always stay on their good side. Moving on to letter of responsibility, or a lore for short also known as a pull letter. So a lot of people ask, how do I borrow clothes from showrooms? How do I get access to the showrooms? Well, I'll tell you the first step is getting the lore, again, aka letter of responsibility, also aka a pull letter. So when you want to borrow clothes from a showroom or designer, sending this letter states that you as a stylist is claiming full responsibility for the clothing that you're borrowing. So this makes showrooms and designers much more willing to let you borrow their items. So you can typically get a pull letter from the photographer, the creative director, or if it's a job for a big magazine, it'll come from the editor of that magazine on official letterhead. So the next term is BTS, and this stands for behind the scenes, not the Korean boy band. Even though I did go through a K-pop phase a few years ago, don't judge me. <laughs> But anyways, with the popularity of social media, everybody wants to capture photos of themselves during the process, but just make sure that you get the okay from the photographer or the producer before you post any BTS, because last thing you want is to post something that is, isn't going to come out for the next six months or something, and you basically, you know, you ruined it because you're showing it before it's time. So make sure that you check. You don't want to get in trouble. Last but not least is the word or the term jumping in. So when you're on the set of a big job, the last thing you want to do is jump in front of the camera to adjust the talent, whether that's a model or a celebrity, while the photographer is snapping away and in his zone or her zone. Instead, tell the photographer that you're jumping in and they will gladly pause for you to do what you got to do, whether, you know, the dress needs to be clipped a little tighter or you notice that a cuff needs to be rolled up or a zipper needs to be zipped up. Whatever it is, do it quickly and let the photographer keep doing their thing. The last thing you want to do is jump in the shot in the middle of them shooting with no warning because you will get on their nerves and that might be the last time you work with them. So always be sure to give a heads up. So if there's any stylist terms that you've heard that left you scratching your head, be sure to let me know. Drop a comment on the Fashion School Dropout's Instagram page at the Fashion School Dropout 
or you can send me a DM on my personal page at Brittany Diego, and I'll be sure to include them in part two of this series because there are many, many, many more words to go over. So if you enjoy these tips, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review and be sure to tune into the next episode. I'll catch you guys next time.